For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Hey, man. Oh, we rolling? What's up, dude? Yeah, we're rolling. Did you, okay. uh, I assume you watched college football all weekend. Oh, yeah. Did you? Uh, uh, no, I missed, I actually missed it. What happened? Did, did my team play? Did the, uh, raise the your hand if your team's still undefeated. Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, your hand's not up. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see my team play. What happened with yeah. the Huskies? Did, the do they have a game? You didn't miss much. Uh, yeah. They got attacked by grizzly bears, and it was gruesome. Bro, WTF, man. Like, can you – I mean, I need some loaf of positivity this morning, dude. You got to pick me up off the pavement. I don't know. I was celebrating, you know, our win pretty hard, so I don't quite remember the details of that shootout between the Grizz and the uh, Huskies. It was a 13-7, but, I mean, I believe it's 102 years since uh since the Grizz beat you guys, I mean it's it's a couple of years, man. Yep. That one's gotta sting. Yeah, man. Twenty point twenty point favorites 20? to a, to a D school, to a D two school or whatever they're calling it now. Well, show a little respect to the FBS or <laughs> whatever it is. FCS. F F B S, right? Are you kidding um, me? I'm ready to I'm ready to go lay down in red square and just like, I don't know, let the pigeons have me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, but did, did you, and look, you know, you know how much I hate the guys with golden helmets, uh, but did you see that Notre Dame and Florida oh, State game? That was pretty sweet. And and the storyline with the kid, Mackenzie Milton, I believe his yep. name is? Yep, yep. Who, okay, so for those that don't, our listeners that don't know, a kid that shattered his leg to the point where so much nerve damage, the doctor's like, yo, this probably his career's over, you know. And but if he does ever happen to play, then uh, you know, I'm coming to the game. And so um the the other quarterback came out for a play. I don't know if his helmet came off or whatever, but this kid goes in, hands the ball off, they get a first down. Next one he throws a corner route, just strike. And uh they're like, Hey, you know what? Stay out there. Yeah. And and from down 18-nothing in the fourth quarter, he brings them all the way back. Yeah, uh, to go to overtime, and unfortunately they lost in overtime. But um, yeah, you're gonna talk about a miracle, man. This kid—they they said he almost lost his leg. Yeah, and uh, it's incredible for, for him to come back. You know, I'm 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 ready for the for the Disney movie. Yeah. Oh, much. absolutely, dude. Made for Hollywood, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah try was... to get me in there as a as a you know one of the actor in the back. And look, hey, no matter whether your team won or lost to it school um <laughs> college football is back and the atmosphere is awesome and uh it was just really cool to see like stadiums jumping around again and people having fun and i you know it was it was awesome it was a good weekend lots of fun oh, insane absolutely insane all right uh let's hit the theme music and uh start the seahawks show i'm gonna need a little more energy out of you all right let's get this crowd going now come on get them up get them up get them up Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa to is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa to Holy catfish. Yeah, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's Lofa. My player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one when he played. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump fake. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes, no! 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. 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 Seahaw
on the Mookie Sports Network. You want energy? How's that for you, Bub? Damn right, kid. If you got emails to send the show, you can do that anytime. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. That's Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Follow us on all social media. Believe in Seahawks. B-L-E-A-V in Seahawks. Comment and subscribe or follow the podcast wherever there's podcasts. Whatever. You guys know what to do. (laughs) On today's episode, it's game week one. Of the uh, regular season, preseason is officially behind us. We will get to all of the latest roster moves with the Seahawks. There's been a bunch of them. And then also, Lawrence Owen from Believe in Colts right here on the Believe Sports Network will be joining the show to talk about the matchup between the Seahawks and the Colts. But first. I sent a read. <laughs> it's that time of year again. And all of the eyes are now turning to football as the teams are back on the gridiron to start football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. Now, you guys, I'm about to go over a lot of things that they got going on at betonline.ag. And if you don't take advantage of them, you're crazy. All right. So they have the online's biggest half million dollar. NFL mega contest, half a million dollar contest. Okay. Then they also have the world's largest $200,000 NFL survival survivor contest pool, which is open now. So that's two things they got going on over there. And then if you use our promo code, you get a, Oh yeah, no, go ahead. Tell them the promo code. Leave B L E A V. If you use the promo code when you're signing up right now, you get a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It used to be like 50%. Those days are over. It's now a 100% welcome bonus. And then also, if you thought that was it, you're wrong, Lofa. There's more. No, tell me. There is also an opening day super promo. If you make a bet on the Thursday game that's coming up this week between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys and you lose the bet, it gets refunded up to $25. So basically, head over to betonline.ag, throw 25 bucks down on the game, and if you win, congratulations to you. And if you lose, it didn't cost you anything. So what are you waiting for? Go to betonline.ag, use the promo code believe and get in on all of the action. All right, Lofa. <sighs> Seahawks have been making a lot of moves and uh it's fast and furious and it's hard to keep up with, but let's try. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. He's back in practice, baby. He's back. He tweeted uh, the arm flexing emoji and said year 14, and the internet lost its mind. Everybody was like, all right, sweet, he's back. Um, can you kind of explain this, though, a little bit, or have you looked into it? Because it's not an extension, but they're reworking it a little bit, and both sides are happy, and nevertheless, he's back at practice. So, yeah, I don't have the details, but the last thing you said, both sides are happy, then – that means we're good, and it's good to see the big guy back in there. I know Russell is uh, excited about this because, you know, as we discussed all offseason, he was not excited about getting hit. No, he's the happiest guy in the world about this. Yes. So <laughs> this is great news. It's a great day to be a Hawk. Yeah, it, it is really good news. And, you know, they're not going to talk about an extension right now. I mean, Pete Carroll, even in his press conference, almost got a little uh, almost got a little testy just being like, all right, enough is enough. He's in practice. We're going to figure out the contractual stuff later. Um, They're just sort of all that I've read is like they're reworking his current deal. And nevertheless, everybody's happy. But in terms of like an extension and locking him up long term, I guess they'll just wait till after the season's over to figure that out or make decisions. I I think it's, you know, like I said, I think it was a pod or two ago when we were worried about it. It's um, he's of the age where it's tough to, to, you know, really forecast how many more years he has of, of really you know, high level ball that we've seen out of him since he's been here. Um, so, but uh, just come to an agreement, give him a couple little extra right now up front so that he can just go into this season as not the highest paid, but amongst what, you know, what he's worth. And so yeah. um, I think we get that settled and, and we're good. Right. Yeah. And Pete also talked about how uh, they, like both sides were talking the whole time that it never got, you know, too sticky or anything. And also like he yeah. was, he was kind of happy that Dwayne, he kind of, he kind of mentioned like a bit of the Walter Jones treatment from back in the day, like where he's like, Hey, 
Dwayne didn't have to play in the preseason. That's good for everybody. He's going to be fresh. And so that's that's a good thing. You know, it's just good to see in his in his wisdom and all the years of coaching, Pete's still growing, you know, as a coach and, and realizing that we don't need preseason Pete. <laughs> we, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to find out if that's true or not. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> nobody played this preseason and we got a game coming up. Well, I mean, we got seven, we got that extra game too. It's just a long season. And I'm just saying, you know, he's played 14 years, not because he's got lucky. <laughs> the guy, guy's a stud. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, man, he's going to be fine. It's just like Walt, like I told you, Walter didn't need any preseason. Yeah. Walter, Walter literally could have hopped off the couch, just like Beast Mode did a couple of years ago, walked right into the playoffs and carried people on his back on his way to a touchdown. So, it's just, you know, he's a gamer. Well, speaking of guys that didn't play in the preseason or whatever, Quandre Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we were getting anxious about his contract and his sort of holding in or holding out or not wanting to practice, wanting a new contract, whatever. Uh, but he's back at practice. So um, what's up? Because I, yeah. I didn't hear about them reworking his yeah. deal or anything. So, <laughs> like, what's up? Question well, did, mark? We, did we get the same, you know, both sides are happy? Because I, I haven't heard anything to that tune uh i mean honestly all i read this morning was like he's back at practice so i guess i guess they're all happy and everything's all good maybe he was just dipping his toe in a little bit or something i have no idea i really yeah i need more details about this but until i see a smile on his face at the podium you know i can't i'm not gonna believe that he is happy without a new contract because remember he said he brought this up twice and then went into the camp with uh, holding in uh, as the new term. Uh, yeah. And so uh, we, we knew very well from mini camps that he wanted a new deal. He wanted, uh, you know, extension. So the fact that it hasn't happened, I don't know. I'm pumped to see him back, but I just don't know how it's going to go. Like, are these like, I wonder, are guys going to take it to the level of like, OK, like like Walter Jones, say, say this is, you know, he was playing right now, like a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Are they going to take it to like, hey, you know what? I'm not practicing all year. I'll do some conditioning sprints on the side, and I'll see you on Sunday. Like, you're going to play me. (laughs) You're going to play me. So because he's there, you're not facing the fine. Maybe, I mean, if they really want to, you know, be pricks about it, they might go conduct detrimental, right, and then start slapping you with fines. But they're still going to play you on on Sunday. You're still going to play Dwayne if he sits out of practice. You're still going to play Quandre if he sits out of practice. So I wonder – where this new holding in is going to go. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, uh, just reading directly from Seahawks.com about this Quandre Diggs thing, it says, Carroll also confirmed, so they're talking about Pete's press conference. It says, Carroll also confirmed that safety Quandre Diggs was back uh, and on track to play Sunday after sitting out practices last week while, as he put it, tending to, and then in quotes, so this is how Pete put uh, what Quandre was doing. Uh, Quandre needed to tend to a couple of things had to get cleared up for himself business-wise. So hmm. I don't know, but he's back at practice. and Maybe he's made some new investments. Good for him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, another uh, roster. Well, what I, the only okay. thing I could read into that, I, the only thing I could read into that is that maybe he went and got the, uh, the uh, Lloyds of London you know, insurance. So uh, whether it's loss of value, if he gets hurt, or even uh, career-ending injury. Uh, so a little protection. To give him peace of mind to go out and do what he does. And, uh, How does that work? Did you ever do that? I did. When um, my second year going to my third, <clears throat> there was a not a contract dispute. I was like, hey, can I get a little, just, you know, some guarantee that I'm going to be here for, you know, the foreseeable future or whatever. It was coming off of, on the heels of, what's up? How many years did you have left at this, that point? Uh, this is on the heels of my second year, my second Pro Bowl. I had three years. So, yeah, in terms of it was kind of we both had leverage. It was it was like, hey, we can get something done. I don't care to be one of the highest paid. But you know what? Um, You've you kind of helped form that rookie contract. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, not many second rounders made the Pro Bowl, yeah. right, in their oh, I, first I contract. And so yeah. I, I went back and I was like, yo, I was one of the captains as a leader on your team. I would just appreciate. And, uh, you know, things get said behind those doors that you know, I'm going to leave them behind the doors. But you, you can't you can't be emotional about what's being said. That's tough when you're a 23 year old, 24 year old kid. Right. You're still a kid. 
And um, and they, you know, say some things like, oh, well, you really, you know, you didn't play that well last year. So, okay, well, we made it to the playoffs again, another Pro Bowl. I'm not asking to be the highest paid. Like, I'm just asking to take care of. And so when that goes down, it was, um, I go, you know what, fine. I go, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go back and I'm going to make another Pro Bowl. I go, I hope we win the Super Bowl. And, uh, but, you know, there's not going to be a hometown discount this time. You know, I'll, I'll see you at this table next year and uh, it's going to cost you this time. Right. So I went and I got the Lloyds of London um, and I had the best year of my career. Um, and just because I had peace of mind that, you know, no matter what happens, uh, you're guaranteed uh, to get with that to- insurance. Yeah. yeah. No. Right. So right. I went out there and played just reckless. Well, and then you came back and you went back to that table and you said, let's go. I said, hey. Yeah. You I show, tried, the, you show tried, the Johnny Manziel. <laughs> I tried to do. Well, it wasn't Holmgren. It was, you know, it was the oh, brass, man. It right. was uh, yeah. it was it was the, the front office. But it was like, hey, <laughs> Manziel. No, I just said, hey, we could do this the hard way. Or we could do this the easy way. <laughs> and they chose the hard way. So, yeah. I mean, All right. Yeah. I like it. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just saying that after you came back from that that third year, you were like, "Let's do this thing," and then they did, right? And yeah, well, at that point, their hand was forced. It's three years, three Pro Bowls, only two years remaining on the contract, <clears throat> and but that's why I put the Pro Bowl clause in there because yeah. there was already a couple million owed to me from making the Pro Bowl. And uh-huh. that's remember when we talked about it. I was like, "Yeah, hey, I want a Pro Bowl clause." They're like, we don't do that for second rounders. I go. I should have been a first rounder. So put that shit in there. I love that. Ah, confidence on our guy. I love it. Um, hey, let's talk about some more transactions, though, because Akilah Witherspoon, who came over in the offseason, and I was so pumped. He came over from was too. the Niners, and, you know, I, but it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And he got traded to the Steelers this uh, in the last couple of days here. Um, and, and actually Pete Carroll's quote is it just didn't work out and another team wanted him. So, uh, they ship him off to the Steelers. I mean, what did you make of this move? Kind of a surprise, right? Um, it was, you know, yes, but I didn't anticipate him to start anyways. So for me, no, but, um, I was surprised. Well, we get fifth rounder for him. Yeah. Not much value coming back. That's what I mean. So if you're going to, well, sorry, I mean, Cam Chancellor was a fifth rounder. Richard Sherman was a fifth rounder. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. We thought was going to be a starter. I'm just saying. You thought, not me. Whatever. Anyways, we've had a lot of value in that fifth round. I'll tell. I'll have you know. All right. So so what I'm saying is that's pretty exciting news to get to get fifth round back for someone that was not going to start for us anyways. I didn't think he was going to start. See, I love that glass half full about the fifth round. It's funny how the fans view it versus versus our man Lofa. Uh, I I don't know, man. I mean, I I just was a little surprised. You know, I really thought he was going to be maybe a starting cornerback. And what did you see in the preseason? Was it? Do you think they were not happy with his level of play, or do you really think this was just there's a lot of cornerbacks? We don't really know what's up in the air. Someone's offering something. Let's pull the trigger. What What do you think happened here? Yeah, no, I think it's just we're probably not going to play him anyways. <clears throat> so if someone's going to offer, if it was a sixth or a seventh, we probably do it too. And um, so um, I think it's a great move. Um, but again, who's starting opposite Reed? Have we figured that out? Because, but all I know from what I saw in the preseason, I just saw a little, little too much cushion. Um, or respect is what we used to call it when a guy is just so far away from his. I'm talking there was some hitch routes and some five, seven yard outs. He wasn't even in the frame. And I don't, it's, it's, you know, you're either teaching it or you're tolerating it. So I don't know which it was, but it sounds like if they, if they moved him, it's because they weren't happy with his level of play. Dude, I don't know who's going to play cornerback for this team other than DJ Reed, honestly. Like, I mean, Sidney Jones, I guess they just brought him in, but we, there we go. Didn't get to see him in the preseason, so I don't know if he's you know how up to speed he'll be. Uh, our rookie, he he's not going to play. He's injured. He's still coming back yeah. from an injury, a foot injury. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a while. Uh, Pete even said in his press conference, it's going to be a while for him. So <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm getting nervous at cornerback. You know, Marquise Blair and Ugo Amadi, they'll lock down the nickel position. But as, in terms mm-hmm. of those two starting wide cornerbacks, I have no idea. Except yeah. for Jay Reed, of course. I think I think we'll see Sydney get in there. <clears throat> you know, um, I think that's why they made the move to get him. Um, so, yeah, 
And I mean, he's got to be pumped being back in uh, Seattle, right? Right down the street from his old stomping grounds. Yeah. Are you concerned about the cornerbacks then? No, because we got a hellacious pass rush that Mm -hmm. is just going to – I'm talking scorched earth, my man. They are (laughs) going to ruin some offenses. Well, let's talk about our quarterbacks for a second. Why do we have three of them on the roster? The what? Our Our quarterbacks. Oh, QBs. Yeah. Why do we have three? I think because Russell likes at number three, and so he wanted two guys in the room with him. That's, you know, my honest opinion. Are you being serious? Really? Is that, no, I'm not being joking? serious. I can't believe no. you. At least I don't Katie know, understood. Man. Dude, I have no idea why there's three quarterbacks on this team. I, like, I'll take any answers at this point. Don't we need an extra maybe offensive lineman? I mean, we're get, getting a little thin at linebacker. There's, of course, one linebacker. We, we have like four linebackers, don't we? Talk about in a second. Why do we have three quarterbacks on this team? Why? Why Jake Luton? Why? Why? Why not just practice squad? Why on the roster? Why? Yeah, I don't know. And then I think, you know, if we just held on to Manion, we probably could have got something for him instead of cutting him and someone else. I don't know why, but Manion was in high demand. Yeah, I, I know. And I I got nothing but love for the former Marysville Pilchuck High School grad. I love that he's a local guy. But, like, why three quarterbacks? I just don't understand this move at all. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea either. When's the last time we had three quarterbacks going into week one? Uh, I mean, maybe my rookie year when we had Hasselbeck, Seneca Wallace, and David Green. Yeah. Weird. I don't, but, yeah, but, you know, you, you bring a good point because with that third, it's not like he's a Taysom Hill. It's not like he's going to go out there and catch some footballs and, you know, throw a double reverse pass or whatever and, like, you know, give the opposing yeah. defense something to worry about. So. I don't, he's going to be holding the clipboard and handing Russell Gatorade. Yeah. We should write into them, ask them why. <laughs> if you guys got ideas on why we got three quarterbacks, I want to hear from you. Seahawkspod <laughs> at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know. Uh, the captains have been announced. Russ, Bobby, and Nick Ballore. Captains for your team. I mean, no duh, right? Man, awesome. Congrats to all three of these savages. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, just 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 a couple, just three pro bowlers, you know, doing what they do, Stug. being captain too. Um, I'm actually just sort of stalling because this next this next one gets me right in the feels here. Uh, speak, like I just mentioned, you know, linebackers who I wish were here. KJ Wright, officially a Raider. We've been talking about it so much on the podcast that we need to bring some official closure to it now that it's happened. But uh, he's officially a Raider. He's going to join John Gruden and and Las Vegas. And um, I, I don't know, man. It, it bums me out. Um, but at the same time, I guess I, I guess I get it. No, I don't. I don't understand this at all. What the hell happened? Can you peel back the curtain a little bit for the um, like? What happened here? You know, I don't, when you get to a certain age, and, and and this is like when you're over thirty, the market significantly drops even if your play doesn't and um what i was surprised about was kj's play increased career highs in several categories the last two years didn't miss a start and i think where a lot of these teams that missed out on a phenomenal human being on top of a great player is they missed out on getting one of those guys that's a building block that sets the way for the future of their franchise. There are so many new head coaches and, you know, I don't want to name them because it kind of, it, it upsets me to see a guy get disrespected. that's done so much for not just this city, this community, the Hawks bringing their first title, but also, you know, the NFL as a brand, you know, what he's done for that shield um, up for the Walter Payton Ward, you know, year in, year out, won the largest award just the other year. It's like, it's, one of the greatest leaders I've been around and for a, a front office, you know, or a, a team out there that's, you know, a, a newer head coach, not to say, Hey, I know his value. I know his worth. And I know what he's going to do to set up the next five years. It's going to make my life easier as a coach because he's going to, you know, take the message and and show the young guys, this is how we did it in Seattle. And this is how I expect it to be done here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't believe that it took this long to sign. And um, I knew it was going to happen as soon as the first week of the regular season, because then 
since the 2000, I think 11 uh, CBA collective bargaining agreement, the even a vested debt, his contract's no longer guaranteed, which is just another way for you know the 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 owners to win. Yeah, I mean they're billionaires for a reason. They they yeah. win at business, but um, it's just the nasty side of business. But I just for the life of me, couldn't cannot still cannot fathom why several teams that have not even sniffed the playoffs, you know, in years, would not take a flyer on a proven mm-hmm. veteran with all those stats and then all that leader a decade of bringing Seattle to the top. Yeah. Uh, I To me, it kind of makes sense that, that it's Gruden and, and <clears throat> Raiders that he lands at. Cause I think Gruden uh, is a guy who like totally gets it and respects, obviously respects KJ, yeah. but understands all that veteran type leadership type stuff. Um, I mean, another guy who gets it is Pete Carroll for sure. I mean, he talked about KJ at the press conference here. I'll just read Pete's words. Uh, he says, KJ has been an incredible Seahawk and an incredible man in this community as well. Just like Lofa just said, uh, Carol goes on. There aren't enough words to talk about the kind of person that he is, the great competitor that he is, the wonderful contributor he's been in the program for 10 years. We've had a blast together. I love KJ. Through the process, we stayed together and talked through it. Um, and as he made a decision, uh, this was just, uh, this was a good choice for him at this time. So he jumped at it. KJ will always be. Uh, I don't know how long he plays in Las Vegas, but he will always be a Seahawk. And I mean, of course, uh, is is it one of these things where like, I mean, was he ever going to sign with the Seahawks again? Or was it was it always just kind of done ever, ever since this preseason kind of started? Like, I know Seahawk fans always it, held out that glimmer of hope. <clears throat> Reading that, it kind of feels like it was like, you know, everything's amicable and we're all still going to be friends and everything. But I don't know if they were ever going to resign him. No, I mean, it's like I said, it was probably the point of where it's okay, we're, we're trying to get younger at the position where, where yeah. we're essentially moving on. <clears throat> but yeah, had an injury happen, you know, and not, not to BBK, he, he's a backup, you know, so you're not going to bring KJ in to sit, you know, so it would have had to have been a starter going down. And yes, he would have absolutely, he would have been in that building the next day, but, um, you know, other places so like kind of the situation he was in is that okay you know i haven't i'm not going to get the the money that my my stats should have offered so now it's like where do i because there's a couple teams that were still talking to me, even though they didn't bring them in there's still several teams talking to me, like hey how you doing like what are you thinking you know what are the numbers at and they were ready to bring them in <clears throat> you know as soon as the new league year started but with KJ, he just – I know KJ, he just wants to play football. Yeah. You know? And anywhere he goes, he's going to make the team better. And I – you know, I think the Raiders are a pretty solid, you know, landing spot for him, um, you know. And they, they've gotten better each year. And so, since since Gruden's getting there, and so they're, they're really – they're close to at least getting to the playoffs. And in a tough division, you know, when you got the, the reigning champs, Kansas City right there. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, you know, I just, I just can't wait to see him play ball again. And I know that's really – that's the kind of the situation you're forced at when you don't have a team to start, you know, for the off season and everything is, okay, I either stay in shape and wait for an injury. Injuries are going to happen. And this is, that's just the nature of the game. Right. I know that. Uh, so, you know, at that point, you just got to wait. It's a waiting game, stay in shape. And then, you know, sign with a team down the road that, you know, hopefully it's a team that needs that's in the hunt and needs a, you know, a linebacker because he can play Mike Sam or Will. And that's what really blew my mind. A guy with three positional values still, still three positional value, like to not and the leadership. And it makes me sick. I got to stop talking about it. I know. KJ, I, know. I love you, kid. I mean, thank you for everything and keep kicking ass, man. You know, put everybody on notice. Yeah. See you in the ring of honor someday. Damn right. Um, let's move on. So that brings me to my next uh, thing here, Lofa. I don't know if you've heard. But former NBA player Lamar Odom might be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon, and he owes it all to a product called Balance 7. You've heard of it, Lofa. We've been talking about it here on the show. You got to get your alkaline balance. You got to get your pH balance, right? All about homeostasis, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Go to balance7.com. Use our promo code. Believe. B-L-E-A-V. And uh, get some Balance 7 
you can check out exactly how Balance 7 has helped. And right now, if you go to balance7.com and you use the promo code BELIEVE, like we talked about, you'll get $10 off of their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH balancing drink. Go to work. Again, that's Balance 7. Use the promo code BELIEVE at checkout. I did, and if it worked for me and Lamar, it can work for you too. All right, Lofa, week one, guest number one of the season, Lawrence Owen from the Believe in Colts podcast right here on the Believe Sports Network. Hold on, let me get an applause for Lawrence. There it is. Joining us right now on the show. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. I mean, you know, the Believe Network, we got to stick together here, right? So welcome to the show, man. Uh, Believe in Colts, you guys. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Leave them a review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, You host the show with Dequel Jackson. Baller, right? That's pretty awesome. Yes. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm really excited about this show. We just started two weeks ago, and uh, I feel like, you know, there's there's nothing like having a a former player that – uh, you, you get along with, right? You get that connection with and, and sit and talk. And uh, he's a great, great person. Overall. Oh, phenomenal uh, human being and football player. Me and Brett don't really get along, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we've got some chemistry <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, dude, absolute stud as a player, right, Lofa? You want to talk about Tequel's time in the league a little bit? Oh, man, ever since coming out, I was in Maryland. I mean, just probably racking up 150 tackles every year. Uh, everywhere he went, he was a leader. Everywhere he went, that defense got better and that team got better because of him. And I think that that speaks volumes about a player's game when he takes everybody else to another level. Well, I'm sure you guys are getting into it over there on Believing Colts, Lawrence. But, I mean, you got to be excited for the season to start, right? If if not for any other reason, then we might finally get to see some starters play. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, especially with the fact that, you know, last year was last year uh, on top of not having – you know, this whole preseason, you know, like what we had this year. So we we had to go through this whole preseason thing, unlike what we had last year, to get us all ramped up for this season. And now we're just sitting here waiting for that that initial kickoff, right? Oh, man. Yeah, it's game <laughs> yeah. week, baby. I can't wait. I mean, let's get into it, guys. So the Seahawks traveling to Indianapolis for the first game of the season. Seahawks, I think right now, favored by two and a half, but mostly due to like injury reports and COVID protocols and all kinds of other things going on out there. Um, but they're, in any case, favored a little bit on the road here. I mean, who wants to jump in first? How are we feeling about week one? Lofa, from a Seahawk perspective, like how are you feeling going into this game? I mean, unsure really how to feel. I mean, (laughs) it's so many unknowns as we've talked about. Um, But um, just excited to finally see our starters play. Um, We've had some good news with guys coming back to practice that were, I don't know if you want to call them holding out, holding in. It's just (laughs) exciting that they're going to suit up in practice. And so, um, you know, as the week unfolds, you know, we'll see a little more about who will be available and – and yeah, but it's it's an exciting time for every franchise. This is this is where everybody believes. Yeah, this is our year. We're going yeah. all the way. Yeah. And so um, and I know Lawrence feels the same way. So I mean, we could turn it over to him. Well, um, yeah. I mean, Lawrence, how the, how how are Colts fans feeling about this season? Like us as Seahawks fans, we're nervous just because we haven't seen the starters playing in the preseason and stuff. But at least our starters have played for our team before. Carson Wentz. I mean, how are you guys feeling going into this season? Well. We were optimistic with Carson Wentz starting out because, you know, he had one bad year and Mm -hmm. that was with a team that was like completely injured from top to bottom. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you know about, you know, the whole history between him and the front office and all of that stuff. And and so we were like, you know, Carson's going to come to Indy. He's going to reunite with Frank Reich. He's got good players around him, all that neat stuff should be good. Then foot injury, right? Got to have the surgery. He's out for three weeks, you know, which amazing that he's out there full practice yeah. this week, you know, last yeah. week, you know. So uh, that that was just an amazing situation. Him and Quentin Nelson, and Quentin you Nelson, know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he had the COVID protocol thing happen, close contact. So he's yeah, out like five days, you know, wow. and that. So we're a little nervous for week one. Yeah, you know, a little nervous. Are uh, you more? Are you more nervous though about the Seahawks coming in, or just nor- nervous about your own team? 
more nervous about our own team. No offense to you guys. It's just it's it's more he we don't feel like he's had time to build that chemistry with the rest of the team, you know? And he need Yes, I understand. He's been able to do walkthroughs and do the mental reps, which are all incredibly important. But getting that timing down with his receivers and understand and getting that handoff uh, thing with the center, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's so important. And it makes us a little bit nervous about that. Yeah, no, totally. Well, I got a question, Brett. Then behind him, do you have confidence in the guys, uh, Lawrence, behind him and one of it's a it's a husky, uh, right? Uh, Eason has he shown you enough in the uh, in the preseason to to be confident? Should Wentz not perform? That's an interesting question. So we're talking about Jacob Eason, who literally only played two years in college, right? And both those years were different colleges, yeah. you know. And and then last year, he was third on the roster chart you know, behind Rivers, behind Brissett, didn't get any snaps. Mm -hmm. So basically we got a guy who played two years in college and that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he comes in, Wentz is hurt. He comes in obviously during training camp. I was there for like 75% of the uh, training camp. And um, he obviously started off a little rusty, a little, little rough. He was still new to the NFL, not up to the NFL speed, you know, the playbook, stuff like that. But as training camp went on, it seemed like he was really starting to catch up and and understand the NFL, uh, how, how things run. And his accuracy got a lot better. His, his decision-making got a lot better. He still in my opinion, maybe throws the ball a little too hard to guys that are five yards away from him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. But, <laughs> to show no. off that arm strength, huh? No, that oh, my goodness. A lot. Oh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes you can't tell if he's throwing it or if he teleports the football. No, he's trying, uh, <laughs> to, break, trying to break fingers out there. I mean, okay, but, like, what – okay, what should Seahawk fans be nervous about then in these Colts? Oh, well, I believe that the Colts legitimately are incredibly deep uh, at nearly every position on the offense. Outside of left tackle, we'll probably end up getting to that later um, with Eric Fisher and what's going on in that that department. But, I mean, the the offensive line, very, very solid across the board. Mm -hmm. Uh, We believe that the the wide receiving group, even with T.Y. Hilton on IR, is deep because last year they just didn't have the opportunity to show how good they are, you know, due to injuries and things of that nature. Uh, And then we think that our running back group may be the best in the NFL uh, depth wise, you know, going from Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines, you know, Mm -hmm. those are three very solid running backs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Lofa, a lot of play action. How do you, what do you, how do you think this unfolds here? Cause they're going to lean on the run game. Don't you think? I mean, even if it is Carson Wentz, uh, it's game one, you know, like not a lot of preseason played. So going to run first and then probably try to go over the top after that. Always, always run to set up the pass. And, um, and if you can get the run game going, it makes things, you know, significantly easier, especially for the quarterback, someone new to not the system, but, you know, to the team, um, you know, and just, just like you said, he hasn't had much experience uh, with this, this group. So um, definitely. And yeah, they have no shortage of weapons in the backfield. Um, I mean, and all three of those running backs can not only run in t- inside and outside the tackles, but they are a threat to catch the ball too. And so, um, you know, with any team that's great at running the ball, they're usually pretty good at uh, running screens as well. And, um, and I've seen, you know, Mac and, and all those guys take, take, take a screen and go 40 yards, no problem. So yeah, we got our work cut out for ourselves. Well, and I think, you know, if there's something that Seahawks fans are nervous about, or at least that I'm nervous about it, or as we even go into the season, not just against the Colts, but the overall season, it's the cornerbacks in our secondary a little bit, you know, very soft, especially to start the season last season. Now we're, we're moving pieces all the time as we're always talking about. But so, you know, I, I'm not so nervous about like stopping the run initially, but that play action off of the run and, and the way that we played in the secondary. I mean, I don't that that does have me a little nervous. Well, yeah. And then you got to think, you know, those numbers were skewed from last year. We were so good at stopping the run because everybody was throwing on us and, you're right. We have not completely addressed every issue in terms of the cornerback position. I think we just got two new guys after roster, you know, the final roster was made. So it's 
who knows who's going to be out there starting. Yeah, to tell you the truth. How is Quentin Nelson feeling though? We've touched on him or we've mentioned his name a couple of times, but let's get into it here. I mean, he's going to play, right, Lawrence? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's set to play week one uh, against against you guys, and um, it, it's it was more because of the way the how the surgery was done. It's more pain tolerance than anything else, right? Oh, okay. They're not they're not worried about any kind of re-injuring it or Further something damage. like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's more about pain tolerance, and apparently um, both Carson and Quentin Nelson are able to handle that uh, quite well. So. Yeah. Uh, middle linebackers, Lofa, I know you want to talk linebackers going into this game. Do I ever. We got two of the best in the league squaring off. And, you know, this. I wish DeQuell was here for this because every time I was facing a another premier linebacker, you know, I, it's not like I tried harder, but it was like, oh, man, like just like we always talk about quarterbacks dueling, but like they never hyped up. Erlacher and Ray Lewis, like when they faced off and like, that's like, those are storylines that I think, you know, being a linebacker, I should cover And Bobby Wagner, Darius Leonard. Um, if you put Leonard's numbers up there, it's he's borderline hall of fame already. If you just go numbers without the tackles, I mean, he's, wow. he's, you know, I think Bobby's got 1200 tackles and Leonard's got probably like 700, but Leonard's only played four years. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, it's insane with the forced fumbles, tackles for loss, interception, sacks. Um, you know, I, he was he was robbed his rookie year, should have been in the Pro Bowl. Um, I think he did make second team all pro. Uh, but insane what this kid's been able to do. And Bobby Wagner, uh, you know my thoughts on him. You know, best to ever suit up for the Hawks and also first ballot Hall of Famer already in my book. Um, he's just putting icing on the cake now with every year he, he, uh, he suits up. Yeah, that's gonna be fun to watch, Lawrence. Why does why does your guy fly under the radar from a like, you know, fan perspective in terms of like the whole NFL? Like, I mean, Colts fans obviously know and love him, but like, just you know, the name it just he flies under the radar a little bit. Why? That's you got me. I have no idea. Um, yeah. As a Colts fan, like you said, obviously I know and love Darius Leonard. I think he's great. A lot of people seem to think that because he's undersized that he because he, he's only 220 right yeah. and they they think that he's not that good overall you know that sure he could do some things good or, or other things good but he's you know suffers in other areas and i and i don't see it i don't see it at all he's a guy who uses his arms the his arm the length, length yeah yeah in order to keep separation from blocks and get and shed those blocks to get to tackles he wraps well he goes after the ball well uh, he uses that arm length and 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 pass coverage, especially when he's sitting in zone uh, to read, react, get out, swat balls, things of that nature. I I think Darius is great, but you know, you go talk to San Francisco fans. You go talk, you yeah. know, because of of, of 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 that linebacker there. Mm-hmm. You go talk to yeah. Bears fans because of the linebacker there, and they're all you know saying, well, Darius might be top five but our guy's number one and i still have to stop and go whoa 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 whoa, whoa dude uh <laughs> yeah. first off first off you, you got the guy who's been number one for the last five six years in wagner you know so you you got to step up there too <laughs> yeah and i mean i think maybe it's just i don't think he gets the national the media exposure i don't think yeah as much as many primetime games you know the hawks we're we're must see tv out here lately in the last decade and so uh we get about five five or six primetime games. And I mean, that, you know, that goes a long way in terms of people, you know, becoming a household name, but um, I can't wait to just really watch a full game of, of Leonard and Wagner. Um, and it's, it's going to be incredible. Hell yeah. Let's, you, you make a good point about that whole primetime game thing. The Colts have not hosted a primetime game in four years. Wow. Four there you years. have it. There you have it. Mm. Uh, let's get to the score predictions for this game, even though we don't know much about these two teams and haven't seen much in the preseason. Let's just take some wild flyers and uh, let the people know how we think this thing's going to shake out. Uh, who's brave enough to jump in first? I, me? What you guys want me to go yeah, first? You started off. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'm just. I mean, dude. Honestly, I have no idea what's going to happen here. Like, we have a brand new offense, a brand new offensive coordinator. <laughs> Our starter has only taken reps in practice so far. Uh, you know, I he's Russell Wilson, though, right? So, 
Dude, I don't know. I'm going to say, I mean, I got to rep the Seahawks here. So I'm, I, the Seahawks are going to win, but I think this thing is going to be pretty sloppy offensively. I just do. So I think this is going to be one of those weird Seahawks week one games. We all know how week one goes for the Seahawks most of the time. I think this is one of those weird games. Final score, Seahawks 12, Colts 8. You love the weird scores. Wow. <laughs> he loves the baseball, you know, extra innings type score. Uh, oh, my goodness. Two mixed, missed extra points for the Seahawks and for, for, for some reason a two-point conversion. And, yeah, and what, you probably got you got the calls for four safeties? What do you <laughs> – what's that eight coming from? No, I think it's a two-point conversion oh, okay. for no reason. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to say, yeah, okay, you might have the mishaps, maybe a couple turnovers each side, but um, I'm going to say I think this is a generally lower-scoring sco- lower game, not as low as Brett's, but I'm going to go 21-17, and I got I to gotta go, gotta go with my Hawks. Sorry, right, Lawrence. Man. Lawrence, come on now. Gonna rep- All you right. You going to back the Colts? Well, yeah. Um. <laughs> as if there was any, as if there was any uh, doubt with the background there. I mean, look at this guy. Well, I mean, I back the Colts no matter what, but it doesn't mean that you know I think they're going to win every game. Uh, I do believe they have a good shot at winning this game, though, um, mainly because there are a few things that do scare me. Uh, the, your wide receiving core is very, very solid with uh Lockett and and Metcalf and then of course Russell Wilson with his ability to extend the play so he could throw the football mm-hmm. uh and against the, our zone defense that's a scary situation I'm honestly thinking that this could be a higher scoring game I would take the over in this game I think I think we're looking at more of a like a 31-28 type game I think it'll come down to whoever whoever wins the turnover battle in this game. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I got. sign me up for that right now because, I mean, the last, like, five years of Seahawks games, seriously, it's like 9-6. Oh, to start? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anything with a lot of scoring and some entertainment, I would be down for. Lawrence, thanks so much for jumping on the pod, man. Um, you guys can find Believe in Colts, like I said, any podcast network out there. Give them a subscribe and all that stuff. Follow Lawrence on social media at Colts underscore law. He's also on Instagram, his full name, Lawrence Owen. Also, Dequel Jackson on social media, at Dequel Jackson. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for being a part of it. Appreciate you having me. Uh, can't wait to see the game this Sunday, and hopefully we get to do this again some sometime soon. Hell yeah. yeah. Right on. Thanks, Lawrence. Zone in, Lofa. Let's zone in, okay? Uh, zone in, CBD is the best CBD in the game. And we zone in because it's Lofa's company and because it's a great product. Zoneincbd.com, everybody. Sign up for your subscription today. Use our promo code. Believe, B-L-E-A-V. For 20% off of your purchase at zoneincbd.com. You can also pick it up in person at any Bartell drugstores up there in the PNW. Lofa, I wrote on the rundown, that we were going to talk about our fantasy teams, but then I texted you about it and you said, oh, I'm an actor now. I'll roll with whatever you got. So I'm going to flip the script on you and surprise you and test these acting abilities. Lofa, we're looking at week one. It's a brand new NFL season. Let's make some year-long predictions. Year-long. We can look back on later. I'll write them down. It's so long. I'm pulling up my team, by the way. Like, you know, season predictions. Like, I mean, you know, MVPs, Rookie of the Year, Super Bowl, uh, Seahawks overall record, things like that. Where do you want to start? You want to start with MVPs, rookies, Super Bowl predictions? Um, You want to start at the top? Oh, you start it, man. All right. I love my team, by the way. I just saw them. Oh, you're checking out your team? Yep, I love them. (laughs) Lofa every year, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Never Hurts. sees a team till, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Aaron Jones, what? <laughs> Kelsey Waller, let's go. Oh, who do you think's going to be your MVP? <laughs> I mean, Aaron Jones for sure. That That's guy, like loaf at the tupus. Yeah. Um, All right. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, let's start with uh, offensive MVP for the league. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, uh, our guy Russell Wilson, of course. You know what? Yeah, I think because of the ridiculous amount of disrespect, because MVP is different from they still have the offense and defensive player of the year too, right? 
Right, and then, then they have, have then they have the MVP, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think this is the year that Russ at least gets the respect and gets offensive and uh, player of the year. Player of the year, okay. yeah. I All think right, this is that year, dude. I I like that. I mean, I would love to sign off on that as an absolute homer. However, I have not seen Russell Wilson play in this new offense not one time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my eyes have never seen it. I mean, you got a good other point than. There. Like video on Seahawks.com of practice, which you can't tell anything from that. And it's not yeah. even the, the overhead shot or anything. So I look, I hope that happens, but I have no idea. Um, Who are you going with that? I mean, dude, it's hard to go away from Mahomes, of course, in Kansas City, just because the guy is like a human, you know, video game. Well, see, for me, I, him and him and like Rogers, they're already launched into that MVP <laughs> Right. Category. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. That's a like, good point. They don't even get consideration for offense player here, Mike, because it's like, right, it's like a participation award these days. Like, oh, well, if he's the MVP, he can't be the offensive player. It's like, well, he's the MVP and he was an offensive player. He also should have won offensive player of the year. How about this This for you? I'll, I'll, I'll remain a homer, but I'll give you uh, maybe, you know, uh, a guy who's got an outside shot or maybe someone that no one's talking about. What about DK Metcalf, man? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Third you know, season? guy's a beast he's you know he's ready like the fans are back he's gonna be so pumped got this new offense here maybe more yards after the catch why not we're talking offensive player of the year yeah why not i think i think he could um did did julio ever win it when he was i mean he was on top for like six or seven years balling i don't know if they ever gave it to him so that's the only hesitation i have there i think calvin might have got it when he almost had two thousand yards i mean he really should have been the mvp talk not not just i think the that's the only receiver i can really remember Mm -hmm. probably getting that could be mccaffrey too though don't forget i mean that guy gets the ball in like every play there we go now now you know what every time completely forgot you know because he had a tough injury riddled year last year uh but I mean, there was at one point um in, in the previous year or two where he was like 85 percent of the offense yeah. oh i know i know if i if, that's my non-homer pick i'll put it that way you know that that's yeah that's a solid pick and uh not Metcalf's a good pick i just um the sheer volume that you need for one for a receiver to get that it's it's just tough and that's why like even like Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and all the receivers that they have over there, they take away from each other. And then only, all it does is build up the homes. Cause you know, it's like, ah, well, 400 yards is 400 yards. But when you have to split it up amongst those guys, mm-hmm. it's just tough. So um, how about again, defensively? Who's, who's taking home the P O Y defensively? Yeah. It's, it's tough. Cause Aaron Donald has shown no signs of slowing down. That was my pick. Dang it. It's, it's, I mean, it's so much that he's also in the in the talk of MVP, you oh, yeah. know, most valuable player. Um, but uh, so I mean, obviously it's the easy one to to pick. But um, you know, I love linebackers and not just the ones that rush, not the, not the fake linebackers. All right, you know, I've always had a problem. These guys that rush. Whoa, 90%. What's a fake linebacker? You're talking about pass rushing specialists. Yeah. These outside three, four linebackers that don't ever drop into coverage. All they do is get sacks. It's like, yo, I'm sorry, but you're not a real linebacker. Um, So it's easy to go with, you know, the TJ Watt and all those guys that come off the ball 90% of the time. But um, I'm going to say, I hope this is the year my boy Bobby gets recognition, you know. Um, But it's just tough because Bobby – Leonard Warner is getting a lot of credit because he's he's doing some good things. He's got a he's got a phenomenal D line over there. I think I could probably play behind that D line right now. Um, and then Devin White came out of nowhere last year yeah. and just blazed the scene, man. So I'm I'm taking my man who's been doing it the longest, B Weezy. Wags is my uh, my pick. I love that. I was going to mention Aaron Donald for sure, because how can you not? Like yeah. The guy benches 500 pounds and just wins player of the year every year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Bobby, dude, absolutely this should be the year if he does what he does every year. I mean, he's been in the league for so many years. He's a veteran. Like, give it to him already. Um, 
I think that's a good pick. I, you know what? What about I'm gonna yo? I'll stay a homer. What about our guy Jamal? I was just gonna say Jamal, the only the only brand reason new contract. Bobby... He wants like thirty. <laughs> he wants to have like what did what did we say a couple episodes ago? He wants twenty three sacks this year or something like that. He's coming he for said fifteen and like <laughs> five. He wanted like fifteen sacks and and five interceptions and yeah. He's coming for it, dude. He's got oh, a lot of goals. I, I believe it. And like I said, if Bobby doesn't win it, it's because Jamal probably won it. And I mean that's how. I mean, it's yeah. incredible what Jamal does game in and game out. He just looks like he's moving at a different speed. I've said it a couple times. If you watch that defense and you just see a blur, you don't see the number, <laughs> that was Jamal. <laughs> yeah, you can bet on that. Uh, rookie of the years? Um, man, I I know it was just preseason, but, you know, I had on defense Zayvon Collins, the kid uh, from Tulsa that's that's down at uh, Arizona. Arizona. Yep. He looks solid, you Lime. know. Um, it's it's still early, but it wasn't. I was expecting a lot more, like right away. Six four two six, he can fly, and like he's got a lot of great pieces around him. So uh, I'm not going to give up on him just yet. But it's just it, it wasn't as clean as uh, I expected. Um, even had a little trouble in cover two, you know, that, that, that deep middle post that you got to run as a middle linebacker. It's tough duties, but at that size and speed, he should have no problem doing it. So we'll see. I'm, I'm going to stick with him. Um, offensively, um, yeah, I didn't see as much of uh, Najee Harris as, as I wanted to. Um, so I he's could be a beast for the Steelers. I think he's going to have a great I season. think he is, but he, you know, I didn't see – I don't know. I didn't see too much about it, you know, so I might be shifting that one. I don't know. Um, who who are you going with? Before? I'm going to, okay, offensively, I'm going to do Justin Fields. I think it's Justin Fields. I know if he's he going to start right there. now. Dude, he's going to be the starter by week three. Get, write it down. It's going to happen. You he's think so? so much more, yes, it's the Russell Wilson factor. He's so much more exciting to watch than Andy Dalton will ever be. Oh, and he, yeah, just, yeah. he looked great in some of those preseason games. I think that they're being weak in Chicago by not just naming him the starter already, honestly. It's so weak, man. We had Matt Flynn. We named Russ the starter. Why? Because he's entertaining as hell, and he gave our team a better chance to win, and you could you could see that. And the players were excited about it, and the rest is history with yeah. Russell Wilson. I think Chicago is making a mistake by not just giving it to him. That's a good point. But you know what? They always, Okay, you know what? No, I'm shifting my pick. Even though I love Najee, he's going to have a great year. He'll probably get 1,500 yards. You know, 10 touchdowns, make a Pro Bowl, and they still won't vote him as the rookie of the year. You know why? Because they wow. love quarterbacks. The media yeah, loves do. quarterbacks. So, you know, you're right. You're a great call with Fields. I'm going Mac Jones. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm this is the story of the NFL right now. Mac Jones. The Mac Jones era has begun. And, I mean, you know, Zach Wilson probably looks the most complete quarterback out of all of them, um, you know. But and you still got Trey Lance out there. Who knows what they're going to do? If he if he didn't hurt his finger, he probably starts. Uh, well, and don't forget Trevor Lawrence, the blonde wonder down there. Oh, Jackson. yeah. Forgot him. Yeah. Got the sunshine. Yeah, yeah, sunshine. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean Mac Jones. I I almost went with that just because of the Patriots and Belichick and the whole system that he's going to be in and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know, man. Well, that, that, he's going to have a solid running game because you know Bill always. Runs the ball, and um, and those those running backs that they had, they looked good enough for them to to, to ship. Uh, what's his name, Sonny Michelle, out to uh, the Rams. Nice. Yeah, they so and they then back in they sent Michelle he, over here. Yeah. He brought in those two tight ends, uh, Henry and Johnny Smith. Um, I think Aguilar's there, right, and um, Kendrick Bourne, and then they had still have Jacoby Myers from last year who was really yep. turning some heads. So they they have weapons. And then I think he's brought in a lot of pieces on that defense to, to to make life easier. A defense and a run game is a young quarterback's best friend. Who plays in and who wins the Super Bowl? Who plays in and wins the Super Bowl? It's, uh, see, it's hard like not to like choose our team. Um, I know. I got us winning division, so I mean, I don't want to That's jinx myself. That might be the hardest division in football. I yeah. Us or the AFC North, I think. Yeah. Um, but I got us one of the division. Um, damn. 
You go with this one first. I'm trying to think, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who we're going to. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can be a homer on this one. I would love to say it's the Seahawks, but I'm just nervous about the offense. And I, I don't know what we have in terms of, cause we I just haven't seen them play at all. So if you, you know, if you were forcing me to pick the Super Bowl here today, as I sit here, I mean, dude, hard to go away from the Kansas city chiefs, of course, but that would be three years in a row for them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think, as much as I don't like this team, the Steelers what? from the AFC? No way. Uh, no way, bro. Uh, I'm going to go with super good defense. Ben is always solid. You know, Najee Harris, exciting young rookie. Nah. Mike Tomlin, hell of a coach. I, I, I bet they finish third in their division. Okay. Whoa, in their division? Yeah. I'm writing that one down. Steelers. I got, I got, the, the, I got right. the Browns winning it all with okay. the Ravens at two, and then the Bengals picking very early in the first round next year again, as always. All right. Fine, fine. I mean, do you want to put the Browns in the Super Bowl then? Well, so, hey, it's for me. Go ahead. You do it. Okay. Uh, it's it's between you. the Browns and the Bills and – uh and I'm I'm going Browns as my surprise pick to, wow. make, to make the Super Bowl. Lofa Tatubu has the Browns in the Super Bowl. Somebody cut it out. Put it on the internet. Wait, wait, just relax. So I mean, oh, oh, maybe they, he doesn't. They took. I mean, boy, they were fourth and one from beating the defending champs. You know, on their field, right? Yeah, that's the right. Bills got embarrassed. You know, I'm not buying the hype. You know, I'm not buying the hype from the Bills. Um. Yeah, I'm going Browns. Oh, so he is going Browns. Okay. I'm going Browns. All right. I'm going well, Browns versus the yeah. Bucks. Wow. Browns and Bucks. The Bucks return all starters. I think they finally got all the guys around Tom. They got a taste of what championship feels like. Mm-hmm. And now, now their like minds are set towards okay, this is just this is what we do. And like now when they come out with that kind of confidence, because I've been there, right? Well, me and Pete. Back in the glory days at SC, you know, early 2000s, when we were just like, oh, we're just going to go out here and just beat the shit out of everybody. This is what we do. And, you know, so I think they're going to be a scary team to watch this year. Um, I don't think the Super Bowl went to their head. I think it just made them more hungry because uh, Tom, he's running out of time. Let's get serious. Oh, they're recruiting all 22 starters. All 22. All 22. And they just, and if you thought their pass rush was good last year, they just picked up your boy Tryon from, uh, from UW. Yeah, who, man. who like everybody's been raving about over there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going Bucks versus the Browns. All right. All uh, hopefully we beat the Bucks in the NFC Championship. That's that's what I really think is going to happen. But I'm I I want us to be in the game. Don't forget everybody. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't. I mean, if you're, it doesn't work out when we pick our team. You know. Yeah. I I dude. I think you know what? It could be Aaron Rodgers versus oh. Ben Roethlisberger. Maybe. Oh. I mean, I'm just gonna take two completely different teams just for fun here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Bucks lose in the NFC Championship to uh, to a Rod, even with the turbulent offseason and stuff like that. Because I mean, they got a squad over there, and uh, I'm hoping that it's our Seahawks. But hey, there you go. What are the Seahawks? Like gonna... Steelers, oh, no. Steelers aren't even making the playoffs. Write that. <laughs> write that shit down. Uh. Our team, you have them winning the division, but what's their record? And then we're getting out of here because we're we've gone long. What are, um, what's the overall record this year for our Hawks? It's either eleven and six or twelve and five. We we're going, we're getting double digits. We everyone knows that. So it's so weird with that extra game now. Yeah. By the way, my brain is not used to that yet. Yeah, uh, I'm going twelve and five. Twelve and five. Okay. Um. <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. New offense. I think the beginning of the season is going to be a lot more stressful on Seahawks fans than we realize. I, Dude, Seahawks Twitter is going to be insane the first three weeks of this season. I, I think, I hope not, but I just, I we start slow every year. Yeah, I'm going to go 11 and 6. But we're playing, what, the AFC South? So, I mean, Tennessee, probably the only loss there. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough, but write me down for 11 and six and I'll hope that I'm wrong. That's a wrap 
on this episode, everybody. We got to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Seahawkspod at gmail.com is the email address. You can hit us up on there anytime. Also, follow us on any social media at Believe in Seahawks. Support our sponsors, Balance 7, betonline.ag, and zoneincbd.com. Lofa, we'll talk during the game, I guess. Yeah, we will. <laughs> what are we bringing it down to? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know, man. Beat the Colts? What do you think? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. All right, everybody. Good practice. Let's make sure to bring it on Sunday. <laughs> Play like you practice and uh, beat the Colts on three. Beat the Colts on me. One, two, three. Beat the Colts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.